0: So I'm going to start off, so Paul, I'm going to start off with a, yeah, this, of this is Paul, so I'm going to start off with a, a reading, um, and it's a bit of an old faithful, but I'll crack on anyway. Um, so this is on page 63. <clears throat> when we sincerely, from the big book, page 63 from the big book, when we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer. Being all powerful, he provided what we needed. If we kept close to him and performed his work well. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose (laughs) our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. I'll just do the final paragraph there. We were now at step three. Many of us said to our maker, as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of Thy power thy love and Thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before taking this step, making sure we were ready that we could at last abandon ourselves utterly to him. And look at that, he's disappeared. There we go, so. Just sit here. Yeah, you sit there, so I'll put you there. That good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect,
1: right, over to you, Paul. All right, well, hand me this. Thanks, everybody, and uh, Paul Alcoholic, welcome. I'm used to looking at the iPad, so uh, one sentence that when he was reading it, what is this? Uh, the idea, can you hear me? Yeah, you hear me? Good, all right. Uh, this statement established in such a footing we became less and less interested in ourselves. You could say you get less and less interested in self. Yeah, I don't see self as ourselves, so. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, they're, trying, they're describing some of the effects that will happen when you sincerely take the position of reliance on something greater than yourself, uh, at least make a decision to go that direction. And then after a while in the program, you'll get established in that. And then the effects are quite monumental, where we felt that new power follow in yeah it feels great when you've been powerless for so long and there's been a denial around that to actually have some juice come through and when you make a commitment you keep it and when you say you're going to do something you do something uh these to me are all examples of having some power or some wind in the sail now But let me go start from the thing here. When we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things followed. Again, actually the paragraph before, this is the how, why of it. Uh, We got to quit playing God. It didn't work. Now, a lot of us have attempted to quit playing God as that which is playing God. We've been in the act of being identified as that which is playing God. And when we... Attempt to quit playing God as that. uh, That's playing God. You can't get out of it. It just will go on ad infinitum. There's no break. Because that which is playing God can't stop playing God. You have to see. You don't have to. You can see that you're not that. And therefore, the power that used to go into that thing that was playing God now goes into your life. Yes. Yeah. So this is obviously the main principle of AA, but the importance of quit playing God, precedes it. So in a linear uh, process, first would be more important than next in a way. All right, then when we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of things of remarkable things followed. We had a new employer. Well, obviously that implies we had an old employer. And I feel a lot of what the, Fourth step and the fifth step is, is seeing the manifestations of the old employer in your life. Because employ means to use. And in a sense, we're always being used. Yeah. And so the old employer, the new employer, being all powerful, which is really, that's the rub right there. The old employer didn't, it doesn't have any power. It usurps ours or sucks ours up. Uh, The new employer is the epitome of power in a way. So he provided what we needed if we kept close to him and performed his work well. I have had that experience for 33 years. Uh, Who am I to deny that? Yeah. He provided what we needed, yes. If we kept close to him, we can't be far from him if he's everywhere. So you can't be... You can't be out of, its, out of its zip code, wherever you think you may be, or wherever your, th- your head thinks you may be, uh, and performed his work well. They're not describing specifically what his work is. You, you know There's principles and suggestions we follow, but the work of this power can be quite revelatory. You'll be used most of the time when you don't know you're being used, really. <laughs> So it's a pretty simple. Uh, the deal is you're going to be taken care of if you stay close to it. You can't be far from it. And, it. and your performance works well. That's a pretty large space. Yeah. And who's going to be grading your performance? Not that which is playing God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you've already failed up from that point of view. You're never going to break the, uh, the conviction rate you're under. You've been convicted already. <laughs> yeah. Established on such a, a footing. What is that footing? Obviously, reliance on something greater than self. Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves. That's really that's it really that's really uh that's like when you're being bled out and uh the infection is leaving yeah is your less and less interest in self yeah and then obviously it says we became less and less interested in ourselves our little plans and designs i like how we put that jab in with the little before plans and designs because when they were mine plans and designs, they all were they always were pretty big. Yeah. More and more, more and more, meaning more is going to be revealed. More and more we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. Everyone who's in these squares who's gone through this has an intimate sense of this, because it's happened, it's happening with them now. You know, it did happen and it's happening. Uh, I more and more we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt new power flow in. Yeah. That's sort of like taking a shower if you haven't had one in a while or being under a waterfall. You feel like a new power flow in. Uh, as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, so basically, I feel peace of mind is available, but either we're in the conditions that allow us to enjoy it or we're not. Yeah. And I think losing interest in self leads you to that condition of being able to enjoy peace of mind. And then having an incredible, excessively obsessive interest in self, uh, you're entertaining at, at, you know agitation, really. So... Uh, as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully. Now, I always tell a story about this uh, from my early days of sobriety. I went to uh, my first AA dance, which was my last AA dance, and uh, feeling incredibly uncomfortable and uh, drinking a lot of Calistoga, and stand. I was on the men's side, and then there was like a, like a, like a basketball floor, and then the women were on the other side. It was like in some auditorium, and uh, nothing was happening. The disco ball was moving, and there was music, but no one was dancing. And they were all. We were all huddled together in our separate genders, and so I just, my friends and I, I just you know, I was appointed scout and I went across because there was a woman I had been interested in, but I was too afraid to say anything because of, you know, the fear of rejection. So the fear of rejection just had me not doing anything really. So I went over there armed with this new power that was flowing in me, having a new employer. I walked over there and I asked this girl I was interested in to dance and she said no. Yeah. So I, I faced rejection and I turned around and now the, the disco ball seemed like a spotlight. And I was walking like over a, a minefield to get back to the men's side. But I recognized I could face life successfully. I was rejected from, by someone I liked and wanted approval from and it didn't kill me nor did it lead me to drink. So this was the beginning of many, 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 many attempts in life, and I found most of them worked out successfully, even though they may not have seemed to be successful at the time, they proved to be really valuable as I went on in the program. So as we became conscious of his presence, I think that's really uh, the spiritual awakening. That's what gets sort of stabilized. There may be craziness and you may be conscious of anxiety and stuff like that, but there's an underlying sense of being conscious of its presence, yeah? No matter what's going on, and because basically to get back to it doesn't take any time. No matter how far you thought you went down on a train of thought, as soon as you get off, it's like you were never on it, yeah? It's because it's always available at all times, right where we are that sense, that conscious presence. And I would say that's the the real establishment that allows emotional sobriety and everything else. That's like the great equalizer or the balancer is when we're not looking for shit to give us what they can't give us. Yeah. Like to me, a lot of my life, I was expecting a half ton pickup to deliver a ton of stuff. It just wasn't just didn't work. So as we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of his presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. When you begin something, it usually ends, yes? I say. So we began to lose our fear. And I think a lot of people right now here have lost their fear of today, tomorrow, and hereafter. They may have some every once in a while, but basically they've lost that uh, ever-present undercurrent of anxiety and anxiousness. And if they haven't, they have a great thing to look forward to. Because if you stay with this program, this is one of the effects. Yep. So... We began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, and the hereafter. We were reborn. Wow, that's pretty incredible. This is only on page 63. (laughs) We're already reborn. So reborn, what does it mean? Yeah. Maybe it means the beginning of a new attitude and a new outlook, a new freedom and a new happiness. Basically, uh, in a way, let's say you came to, as Paul, and you've only looked in one direction. Now you can see a lot of directions. Yeah, you've been freed from self-centeredness to an extent that your life can become more panoramic, not so myopic. And uh, you know, many of us—I don't have a feeling of uh, irritable restlessness and discontent, except for David being here in my my house. <laughs> And, uh, but other than that, I know he's going to leave hopefully hopefully quickly. So it's going to pass, but, uh, also, awesome. you know, uh, yeah. So we are now at step three. <laughs> That's what it says. So I think we are, I think a lot of us are way past step three. The spirit of step three is always with us, but yeah, you know, I think recovery progresses. Some of us have been involved in it 40 years, 50 years. I'm not saying anything about the founders, but they, the most they've had sobriety was four years at most when the when the book came out, 39. Uh, a lot more was gonna be revealed to the people who come after us, yeah? And so I would say we're the people who kind of came after them. <laughs> and so maybe some shit's revealed. And, I feel the sense of recognizing self as other, and it doesn't matter if it is or not, it's just a little trick in a way, recognizing self as other allows a possibility of being free from it, yeah? It doesn't mean it's going to go completely away or whatever, or it's going to stay, it's just going to be right size, yeah? I think it's a little bit, you know, blown up. It's a little bit uh, dominating the whole theater, Theater, yes? And so, uh, yeah, seeing self as other is, is given to us on page 64. I don't see how you can read that sentence to mean anything else. It's giving you the, the spirit or the theme of how to do an inventory, which is we're going to look at self's common manifestations. How do we look at them? We write them down says you know resentment fears harms done and others the looking for looking at them in this case means writing it down yeah putting it on paper and then seeing how self defeated us by recognizing its manifestations because in fact self is a movement there's no thing called self there's no six foot eight thing that's captured you you know when we're dancing with the gorilla we don't see the gorilla but it's like gorilla light yeah. But if you see the picture, it's only you dancing, but we know better. We know we're dancing with a gorilla, even though it's, if you saw a picture of it, we'd be alone on the floor, the dance floor, but we're not. Something has moved in. Yeah. And it's, has a gorilla like power over us. Yeah. You're not going to see a gorilla and there is no self. It's an activity, a mental one. I, I try to put it in the term of self Which is that which is talking to us says we already are something that we may never or not, may never was or may never be. Yeah, this idea of being a long lasting, independent, separate thing that has all this power and shit like that, when constantly our experience demonstrates the opposite we're powerless and stuff. So, you know, this is the one, you know thing we're putting in there because for me, I just didn't hear it in the community. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get an instruction when I did the inventory to look at self's common manifestations. I got it, the instruction of looking at my resentments, my fears and my acting out, looking at the sexual behavior. That's what I got. And most people I knew got past the same thing. And yet I walked in there with my resentments, my fears, and my acting out. And I left with my resentment, my fears. It was like going through a car wash without any soap. I didn't get to the exact nature of the wrong. It didn't get washed away. I didn't even notice it. When I came out, I had the same basic stance that this, all this shit's mine. Yeah. And it isn't. It says, and the big book says it right there, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We're the us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that means these aren't our manifestations they're selves he claims it. He, he he details it perfectly he's yeah and then they actually describe the common ones of self resentment fears and harming people in pursuit of what it wants yeah yeah i mean you can't be clearer of an instruction how does it get into how does it become mine so quickly it's incredible there's just a very, like we said the other day at a meeting, there's only about one eighth of an, of an inch of white between uh, the end, which is common manifestations and resentment. Yet my slips in there, <laughs> my gets in there and it seems to continue on and on and on. Yeah, people that are, are still getting whacked by guilt and shame based on shit they, they believe, their head believes and tells them constantly that you did all that shit, yet their experience was something was, was driving them. Yeah, like it says about the 100 forms of fear, we're driven by a 100 forms of fear. It sure sounds like that's, we're not the driver of the 100 forms of fear. It's not like we're riding a 100 crazy horses called the 100 forms of fear. It sort of sounds like we're, driven, we're running in front of them. We're being driven by them, almost like when you drive some cattle in a state, you know, a, a, a cattle thing. You, you drive the cattle into a pen, where well, it looks like we were driven into a state of fucking incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization. You're gonna tell me I drove in there personally?
0: Give me a freaking break. I just don't see it that way. So thanks. Wow. Thank okay, so um, thanks very much, Paul. Um, I'll just say so. Just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so just to say, uh, you move, now. If anyone's got any questions, um, please raise your hand. I've, I've got a question I'd, that I'll embarrass myself with. If nobody's got one, um, so it's good to see everyone there. And hi, Jackie. Um, so we, on the weekend, we've just had a retreat this weekend, and it was I know, it was really interesting, and it was fascinating to 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 be here with you and and to hear you answering a lot of questions and stuff on the non-duality stuff and the 12-step stuff and a a question was asked about your interpretation of love and I was fascinated by that and I was and just bear with me on the, the difference between love and grace and grace in AA is that for me like when we get sober there seems to be a plan like it's almost like there is some sort of predestination is that when we get sober and we start on this trek through AA there does seem to be some kind of force that that gets us there and it's I and mean, it kind of flew a little bit in the face of what you said about love in terms of I don't know I guess it's everyone's definition of love does, does that make sense do you know what I mean
1: well you're saying grace
0: yes yeah yeah grace and love and I'm just what, I may what? have
1: said that about grace I just don't say that about love
0: so what's the difference
1: <laughs> I see grace as just an ever-present form it may not it may not move you through hugs and stuff but it will move you yeah, so I don't know because see again love has so many definitions too many bells ring when I hear that word So yeah? it's the, too mean, many bells ring when I hear that word yeah mm-hmm. it has a lot of uh meaning yeah mm-hmm. in our society mm-hmm. I'd rather stay away from
0: it. you mean in the same sense that people use the word God and there's connotations to the word God is that the same I think term? there's more
1: connotations with love actually oh yeah in some terms in some circles yeah I do I think it has more meaning that I'm not, I'm not in agreement with, yeah.
0: So, so what, if we, if we distill down that word love, what, what's your understanding of what this is it. about? Well, what, no, forgetting the word love, but what, 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 is, the, then what, what is the grace? What is, isn't there, aren't they the same sort of thing as what we're the talking about? The grace
1: is to bring about you to a point of being maximum views, to see your, your role in a larger sense, in a larger picture, your role as a role with many not you, being spotlighted every step of the movie. Yeah, That's what grace's drive is. Grace isn't to get me a house in Malibu. Grace is to make me able to be a a demonstration for other people of that power, and that love and stuff like that. Just like it says in the third step, please relieve me of the bondage of self. It doesn't say, so I can have a house in Malibu. It says, so I can be a better use to other people. That's grace
0: yeah that's the energy so and we're tapping in because i've heard you re- one of the things i really like um even before we met and even before we started doing these things it was you know you, you had i think i heard you describe that it's not you don't see it as a spiritual malady it's it's a mental malady in, in terms of alcoholism is that
1: yes yeah. the problem resides in the mind the problem does not re- reside in the spirit We just block it. We block it off. Just listen to it. A spiritual malady. I don't think there's a spiritual malady. It's a mental malady around spirit. Let's say, yeah. Mm-hmm. The malady around the mental malady is you thinking you're a mental something, and in fact you are spirit. Yeah, that's the malady. Does spirit have a malady? No, I don't. See so. I don't feel so. It doesn't. It's not a thing. It's not a, it's, it's an activity, but also a stillness where the head is just activity. It's, it's a different beast altogether. Yeah. And I feel if you want to look at what's first and what comes later, I think we have it opposite. We think we're physical beings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Having a spiritual experience, but we're a spirit having a physical experience. I would say I'm in that, I'm in that group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah yeah so these ideas grace is i grace is a word that vaguely vaguely points at the sense of being moved and something doing for you what you couldn't do for yourself and you you may have a self-centered narrative that it's all about you but it ain't yeah it's Mm -hmm. about you being of maximum use. And when you're a maximum use to others, you're also maximum use to yourself. That's the win-win of this place. Whereas the win-lose of the self-centeredness, it's all about you. Yeah, so for me to win, you got to lose in some respects. Yes? Man. They're quite different. So love, I don't care about the name word. Feel it. That's mm. the point.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and grace, have you been moved or not? And did it tell you, oh, you're the chosen one and you're special and I want you to stand <laughs> away and above all others? No, it basically seems to come with a big dose of humility. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it tells you, uh, you are the way what you're seeing through is myopic. Yeah, mm-hmm. what you're taking yourself to be is a mistake. Yeah, you mm-hmm. should have some fucking humility so that you can accept that. So that basically when love comes, you won't judge it by the package. You'll just receive the the delivery because you have faith in that which is delivering it, yeah? So you go through all that. I remember, you know, I felt like uh, I needed something, but my head had very, very strong ideas of the dimension of the package, how it should be wrapped. Yes. Yeah. And basically, I missed a lot of the deliveries because of that. I was expecting to see it in a certain way, and it didn't come that certain way. So, what happened? Should I give up the idea of the deliveries? No. I'm open to give up that certain way I thought they should come. Yeah. So, then again, certain way, myopic view, open to see how it shows up, panoramic view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trusting the finite self, myopic. Trusting the infinite, moreover. Yeah. Trusting the finite self, very limited possibilities. And definitely defined by time. Oh, I w- could be okay if I do that, da, 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 Yes. Trusting the infinite, a sense of ease and comfort now. Yeah. Completely different employees. Com- employers, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the one thing is the old employer you were identified as. Yeah, yes. the new employer, you are, really. I would say you are the higher power, I'll tell you the truth. I don't think you need to identify with the higher power. When push comes to shove, if something's always available at all times right where you are, maybe you're it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you're not what you're thinking you are. Maybe you are that, which is always available at all times right where you are. Yeah, no matter what, Your conditions are, because they're not your conditions. You are the condition, yeah, which is condition. The condition is, let's, we call it spiritual, spiritual condition. That's the condition. There's a lot of other conditions, but usually those conditions attributed to they're yours or they're about you. Mm. And then the spiritual condition is something you want to arrive at. I think it's the exact opposite. I think we are a spiritual condition, Mm. and we're not mental and emotional conditions we're having them but really in most cases they're having us we're, not having, we're having them if you were having them I think you would order some different ones it seems like they have you, you don't, you're not sitting there having a menu oh I'd like to have this condition to
0: served today at 7 you don't have any power yeah. um, I'm, sorry I see Joe c has got his hand up I just want to follow up a little bit on that it's, But I, I always find it interesting um, that Service, like the, the whole thing with AA, you know, about service and about helping other people and stuff is kind of a, a prerequisite of that grace. And it's, it's interesting how that it's works. It's a prerequisite is that, of well, grace. Well, no. I don't know. I'm just saying it's like, is, is AA, isn't AA and NA and all the different fellowships all about, you know, we, we learn to help other people as opposed to being self-centered. Yes,
1: because that takes us out of the self-centeredness mm-hmm. and that makes us available, but that's that you don't earn grace no no you don't earn grace what you do is you convince yourself to receive it because you've got such a fucking crazy idea of yourself at that point you got to prove to that old employer that you're doing better Mm. so you do esteemable acts and you have to it's basically a a program of convincing yourself to be okay or allow yourself to be freaking okay Mm. yeah Mm. But when, when the okayness is given, it's freely given, mm. for sure. You don't earn shit. If you did, it's a great deal because you do maybe 1% and you get 20% back. That's a great fucking... Uh, good deal. That, that's damn good investment. That is. Yeah. It says, when you know, are you willing to go to any lengths? It doesn't define what lengths they will be. A lot of times, there are no lengths that you're willing to go. You can, don't have to go anywhere. Before <laughs> you fall your feet hey, I sounded so many times people would call me late at night and they'd want me to help pick some guy up and I was willing to do that and then they call me five minutes later oh, we got someone else so <laughs> I got, all the, I got <laughs> all the kudos without any effort Brilliant. seriously yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so I feel a lot of it is still you're still con- trying against self, and it's necessary because you're in its occupation it's got you so all right I've got it, I've gotta go through some hoops. Well, which is what? I've gotta do esteemable acts mm. to feel esteemable. Okay, here you go. Yeah. Mm. But in a way, I feel it's mostly a convincing uh Paul as the gatekeeper to let Paul as the one trying to get out of the gate to go out. Yeah. It says, well. You know, it keeps telling me you're the same old, same old, but the evidence is different now. No, I'm not drinking. I'm not using. I'm doing this. I'm available to others. I start this. You start feeling a little better about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The light gets in and you realize the
0: light gets out, really. Yeah. That's how I see it. So, I guess what I'm saying is just remarkable that this, this is the way it works, is that there's that grace comes in. You know, when we get sober, like it says, we have a new employer and stuff Grace like was that.
1: there before sober. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have been dead, probably. I, I, you know, I would have imagined no, you'd get your ass kicked quite a lot.
0: No, I used to do the <laughs> ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Grace was working. Grace, Yeah, it was great. Grace I was, was, I, was working. I was the king ass kicker, that's right. <laughs> there you go.
1: Grace was working, so it doesn't start... You know, you know, 1988, grace yeah. appeared. That's a little self-centered. You know, I showed yeah. up,
0: I rocked up here to see you and say all this stuff, and you know, all I get back is load of flack. It's just, you know, That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it's been great. Listen, so we've got um a few hands up here now, Paul. So let me. Uh, so we've got Joe. You had your hand up first, mate. Dogs, mate. <laughs> Joe, you were there. Oh, sorry, Joe. I'm going to ask you to unmute. I know you had your hand up. So uh, over to you, Joe. Do you want to ask a question?
3: Yeah, you know, uh, my name is Joe, Recovered Alcoholic. Paul uh
0: Where's the ball?
3: Sorry. Can you
0: ask just start start your question again? Maybe We had the
3: speaker off. So go for it. Yeah, and Joel Recovered Alcoholic. Um yeah. yeah, no, Paul, that was an interesting take on it. I think uh, you know, my personal experience around it when when you talk about the mental malady, I think page twenty-three answers that for us, right? The main problem of the alcoholic centers in his mind, and, and it ties in with 44 and 45 as well, where we lack this power to overcome that malady. I think one of the things that you had hinder or, or, or uh, is pertained to in regards to causes, conditions, and flaws, and manifestations, we can reflect well, no, on.
0: Sorry, relax. we're yeah. losing volume here. Sorry about that, mate. Yep. Go for it. There you go.
3: So in, regard, in regards to what you're saying in the common manifestations and how do they manifest and, 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 and tying back to page 60 is that first requirement, being convinced that any life run on self-will could hardly be a success. It doesn't say some life, it says any life. And I think when we get through we agnostics on 54, it ties in with 64. Because weren't we worshipers of such and such and such and what a state of mental goose flesh And so when we do look at those flaws, the common manifestations, they creep up on 64 at the bottom and it says, where, where were we sort our pocketbooks or our steam and those things. So when those things are affected on a non-spiritual basis, my reaction to it will be of a self-centered idea, right? And that's how self shows up. My four and and my take on it myself is the four is what you look like on a non-spiritual basis and the absolute non-presence of any kind of belief other than self. What's your take on that? Yeah.
1: That's my take on it, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, right on, awesome.
1: The whole idea is the, the, uh, but it's, you are not doing self. There's selfing that implies that you're the one that's doing it. Yeah, so there's a trick in it, but yes. The, for me, the primary uh, uh, point of interest is the loss of interest in self yeah because self obviously can't do that. like we say in a lot of communities, self can't get out of self. so basically that's describing the uh, the f- uh, fuel the frustration of trying to get out of self as self so. Now, most people are trying to get out of self as self, but one aspect of self is called Paul. And to that aspect, Paul, it makes complete sense to try to get out of self. But Paul, AKA self, can't get out of self. So this is the frustration. Uh, We're trying to get out of something that we're not in really. Yeah. So, yes.
0: Right. Thanks, Jim. I think
1: that's why the inventory is important to look at resentment as a resentment, not as yours. Yeah. Because if Stanley, a guy named Stanley was manifesting through me as Paul, and every time a manifestation of Stanley came through my claiming of it was, would be, these manifestations are mine, Paul's, I'm in the act of being identified as Stanley, obviously. Well, that's the, that's the diagnosis that we're offering. Yeah. The us is taking itself to be self. The us is taking it to be self. Yeah, yeah. It's lost its sense of us. Now it has a sense of self, a very strong one. And all the manifestations of self are called our manifestations. <laughs> there's, the, there's the little rub. Yeah, and I hopefully we just put it out there. We're not saying anything We're just putting it out there, and if the shoe fits, wear it. See what
0: happens. Cheers, Joe. It's good to see you, Yeah, Joe. Thank you. And, like, we're here, um, just to say to everyone, if you've never been here, we're here every Tuesday and every Thursday. Same time, same bat channel, so please come along. And um, Paul has another couple of non-duality things on a Wednesday and a Saturday. All the details are available at zenbitslap.com. And look who we've got here, Paul. It's Ruby. Hey, Ruby. you want to unmute?
2: Hi, Han. Hi, hi, um, hi, I'm just going to yes. tell, I'm going I'm to tell a bit of a story that happened today and I'm going to really, well, I'm already crying, but it has to do with the humility that you just spoke of. Um, I went to, to the, we have a little neighborhood grocery store that I love here and um, I got out of the car or the truck and I dropped all my shopping bags, picked those all up, got to the crosswalk dropped all the bags that hold the vegetables, got in the grocery store. My hat fell off, cleaned off the basket to push and my um, purse turned over and it went everywhere. And on the way coming into the store, I saw this family and uh, it was a a gal with a baby on her hip and a beautiful little daughter and a little boy about nine that reminded me of my oldest son who's extremely sweet. And they came in right after that and the mom looked at the little boy and she goes would you help her and he dropped to the ground and he goes here let me help you with this so he put the coins and he packed my bag the way i pack it and he kept saying i'm so glad i was here to help you and i you know i hope you have blessings on this day and and here's your other pen and I hope your day goes better. And then they got up and going out the door. He said, "Um, blessings on your day. And I said, I've been blessed because I met your family. And he said, that's such a lovely thing to say. And once again, I hope your day is blessed. And how it used to be, how that would have been just so humiliating turned into this humbling thing. And on the way to the store, something, some kind of shift took place and I went and I never felt like that. And it was like, I don't know how I'm going to handle but I don't have to handle it by myself because of everything that you just said. And I can't, thank you. Paul, oh, that's all I have. Thank you.
1: Thank you,
0: Ruby. Thank you very much hey ruby thanks very much it's um it's so good to hear you and um you've been coming here a long time so thank you very much um and hearts with you um noah how are you asking you to unmute
4: what's up man hey man um yeah i have been in the program since like march of last year um and it's been a lot of like coming in and out of the rooms, a lot of relapsing and recommitting and relapsing and recommitting. Um, And the, what struck me about what you were talking about today and what you've mentioned a bunch of times is the willingness to be convinced thing. Like this whole process has really thrown a wrench in, you know, what were the creaky spokes of my belief in free will, you know, like it really, it's at a point where I, it really feels like, um, you know, I am just sitting back and watching uh, different sets of conditioning kind of duke it out. You know, the, the process of becoming involved in this program has been a process of like deconstructing resistance or watching resistance be deconstructed, you know, to get to a point at which this system was open to the influence of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, took causes and conditions reaching a breaking point. You know, where a certain guard was let down. And I don't really know if I had anything to do with that or if I continue to have anything to do with that. But the causes and conditions seem to be leading me in this direction. Um it's just it's it's odd. It's it's an interesting. I mean, like, you know, they say you act your way into good thinking, and that is true. Um, but I'm not always sure how to um because the mind desperately wants something to chew on, I'm not always sure how to think about the sense of agency and all of this, you know, and like, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know if there's anything really to say about it. Um, I'm just going to keep showing up. So sorry for rambling. It's nice to see you. <laughs> nice hope you're
1: well, you, Noah, and keep showing up. Yeah. Cause uh, the thinking about something sort of is triggered up uh, uh, by the about some, the about, which is you're being moved. And the system not being the one that's moving you is uh, reacting, yeah. Because it's, it's whole story is that it's the mover, it's the shaker, and now you're being moved and shook and it doesn't seem to be fitting its old plan and the old way it would present it, yeah? So some, there's a new, there's a new player in town, so to speak. <laughs> And so the old player is getting a little worried. So they start to think about it. But before the thinking is that feeling that's provoking the thinking, yeah? That feeling is, to me, the hand of that grace, so to speak, yes? It doesn't come too much with thought, but it it leaves a lot to think about. (laughs) And a lot of the thinking about it will not be from the system it came from. It will be from self-sentence. So after a while, you just give up the thoughts about grace and love and all that, and you just get moved by it, yeah? Really, It's uh, why, did I, why do I have to know uh, <laughs> so much? I mean, you know, I don't need to know the velocity of the wave and the angle. You know, I feel it when I'm on it, yeah? Yeah, I don't want to know. Um, it's longitude and latitude, and it's a, it's a, you know, it's a south swell four <laughs> something to west. You know, I just want to ride the wave, really. And I like that. And yeah. the thought system is pretty uh, myopic. Yeah? yeah, it's not a very. Uh, it it may it may uh, talk about the stars, but it never gets to the stars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's essential, really. <laughs> I feel most days go better when there's uh, less thought about the day. <laughs> Just show up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, they said in uh, page 53, and we went to it a lot. I think it's uh, we agnostics. They talk about faith, and they talk, as they're talking about faith, they're talking about the counter, which is this abject faith in, in thoughts, Yeah, the abject faith in reasoning. This is the, 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 like, the essence of trusting the finite self. And when that starts to change, you rely, what you're relying on shifts, and you, you get shifted out of reliance on thought. In other words, you're not taking thought uh, to be the final arbiter of the experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just really, you're there experiencing. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, thanks, Noah. So, I'm not sure if we've got any more hands raised. Um, I can see there's a few, uh, few of our friends in the room here. You may have a question. Um, Raul, Raul uh, says, wow. So thanks for that Rule. that's amazing. Um, and uh, Kais is in the room and, and I know Kurt there. Kaiser, is there anything you'd like to add, mate? Anything you'd like to say? I'm asking you, I'm gonna catch him on the hop here, look.
5: I am gonna ask for a coffee. Yeah, I, I would ask for a coffee and, and just thanks for everybody being here. I learn a lot from the questions and, and from Paul too, yeah. Thank you. I, I don't have anything to add, sorry. <clears throat> I've got a question and I forgot Ted. how to raise my hand. So Ted, no worries, <laughs> Matt. Ted um, Paul, how are you? Good, good. I was gonna try and make it up this weekend, but it didn't work out. So anyway.
1: I, I was try, I was gonna try and leave this weekend, but it didn't work out.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh Quick question, and, and it's, it's about fear, about, you know, false evidence appearing real and um, how that comes up for me. Um, about five weeks ago, you know, I went to the doctor's office and I was just not feeling right. Long story short, um, I was having a heart attack and didn't know it. And so the next thing I know, he's calling uh, the ambulance and taking me to the hospital. You know, I just went in for a regular doctor's visit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
5: So, you know, and that hasn't yeah. come out. But, you know, I was in the ambulance and it was kind of like, you know, I just said whatever. And any fear that I had just left me. I had no fear whatsoever. An hour later, I'm on the operating table getting a bunch of stints put in me. And and I'm I'm good now, so um, everything turned out fine. I dodged the big bullet, but yet you know I have an appointment with um, my attorney, my ex's attorney, and my ex tomorrow. And you know, I Kurt's my sponsor, so I talk to him about this all the time. But I have all this fear, and I don't even know what the fear is about. You know, I know it's from past experiences with her and all this stuff, but it amazes me that here I'm having a possible heart attack, and who knows what's going to happen, and I have no fear for that, but yet this stupid little appointment is is kind of freaking me out. I, I'm, I'm a lot better than I used to be with that stuff, but still, it's just the two different types of fear, and how they arise in me just is kind of mind-boggling, you know?
1: Yes, yes. Well, look at, you know, I, I used to see, I had an observation about value system of the head you know where if you're riding on an expensive bike and you're and you're starting to slip and fall off the cliff you try to save the bike more than you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i always thought that was a strange uh <laughs> it was very revealing So, and the thing too about the heart attack and stuff, mostly our fear is about something that actually hasn't happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When it's actually happening, it's usually you're pretty sober. Yeah. yeah? Because I've had a lot of that. And uh, it's the heads uh, trying to forecast something it is completely blind to, which is the future, yeah, provokes a lot of this anxiety. So... You mostly have fear about something before that something ever occurs. So tomorrow, when you walk in that room, you won't have probably fear. You'll be there, yeah, yeah. yeah. So as we say in AA, if it's too much and you can't see through it, just ask that power to remove it, you know, right, or reconfigure it. And you know, yeah. And then when it shows up, because it will come like to the front door, then the side door and the fucking back door, you know, the skylight, you know, just keep bringing it to six and seven. Yeah. Because this is going to break its back in a way. See, this is, it isn't about, this isn't about daily maintenance of a forever situation. It, it eventually breaks the back of, the, re, of the, the reliance of self. So when some stuff comes up, and the old fire truck comes that actually gives puts more gas on the fire. You're replacing that response with something to of bringing it to the higher power, which is step six and seven. And it, when the habit gets in there, something gets broken. Another large chunk of self reliance drops. It does, yeah, because really a lot of the self reliance is still. A happening moment to moment, we rely on our head first. And then we try to use the skillful means of recovery later. But in the process of of, of growth in, in recovery, you're going to rely on the principles of the program first. Mm-hmm. And maybe you won't even make the call to the, you know, the mental fire station. Yes.
5: Right. <laughs>
1: so there is a point where it breaks that, because there's a habit there. Yeah. There's an underlying habit of, we're in the habit of relying on self. Yes. And then that gets broken. And how does it get broken? One of the ways is through step six and seven, instead of, you know, recognizing something and then, and then allowing it to be a, your response instead of seeing it as foreign and, you know, four, seven, superior real, that first condition is reliance on self because it, Reliance on self makes you blind to a lot of selfing. You know, you're just taking it to be the way it is, and it ain't. It's an activity, and it can be redirected. So,
0: yeah.
5: Okay. Thanks, Paul.
0: Yeah. Best of luck to you, Ted. Um, Thank you. A you great Mike. sponsor there as well, mate. Well done on that. So, um, okay. He's reasonable. He's okay. He's okay. okay. Oh. So, I think that's about it. I think we've um, no more hands Anyone? Any more for any more um, before Paul says his goodbye? Um, anyone's got a question, last chance?
1: No, so, well, I wanna say goodbye to everyone. Yeah, you wanna say goodbye, yeah, so yeah. adios. So, uh, but first, let's thank David, you know, David was the one who uh, brought this possibility to my head. Yeah, so.
0: Well, it's been- um,
1: And if you have any, you know, mad, if you're mad at me, be mad at him, really. There's nothing to
0: do with
3: it.
0: Yeah. Um, and I'll just, I'll, come will Oh, we're going to get a picture. i are going to get a picture of me oh. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> Okay. Just more than one, just in case, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do it again, David? I don't know what happened yet. Am yeah, I, yeah. I putting video? I, don't I think I'm putting video. Oh, video, that's good. All right. All right that's yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've
2: done, I'm not sure.
0: No, that's good, that'll be fine. Um, so and I just wanted to say it is um, very good to be here, and um, I'm not one of those who sort of goes on about emotional stuff. But I we saw I met I saw you on YouTube years ago, about four or five years ago, and, and I and we've I've told this story a couple of times this weekend. And um, and I heard you talk about the 12 steps, and when the whole Zoom lockdown thing happened, it was um, I just approached you. And I think I sent you an email and you ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, we well. yeah, ignored me. And then I think I, I hounded him a bit and then he finally relented. And he you agreed to do two weeks, and and that two weeks has turned into yes. 20 months or whatever. So it's been great. And I and I, and I'm so um you know humbled to be part of it because I know that it's helped so many people and with 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 12-step stuff and, and finding, you know, uh, finding something that, that helps them go on. So I want to. Thank you very oh, much for you, everything has been it's you. been an honor to, yes. to be with you this weekend. Yes. So thank you. That you want to say your goodbyes? Yes, I there do. You go. So I can't see everyone. I'll hold you. Hold you. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can hold it there. there
1: so, oh, I yeah. So I just keep looking just into keep the camera. Hey Ted, man. Well, right? Ted, yeah, just uh, you know, remember don't you don't uh, be in the outcome business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, see what happens thanks paul yeah we got walter look at what happens walter just showed up and walter <laughs> happened yeah, there he goes thank you nice to see you walter i hope you can hear me yeah oh uh, we got connor from dublin thank can you God. hear me michael stacy yes i don't know if they can hear me or not
3: we can hear you paul
1: all right we great you,
2: paul. yes you're coming through loud and clear <laughs>
1: thank you randine nice to see you i can't really see you well but nice to see you we got uh jacob from seattle fantastic steve from germany yeah we got uh chris over there chris t nina ah nina i had the privilege privilege of meeting nina not tina or mina but nina this weekend thank you yeah we got Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. We got Michael Stacy. We got uh, Stefan on Having Never Left, Kaiser. Pleasure to meet you, Kaiser. Yes. Ruby Rose, thank you for that, that uh, joyous story, That's Ruby. Nice. Yeah. Oliver from Berlin, Amy from Seattle, Rick Rowe from Toronto. Uh, I can't see this one, Chris uh i think it's mammoth lakes yes there he is nice to see you chris joseph from france kurt roman from germany uh chris from lexington kentucky uh always a pleasure how do i go to the next page Uh-oh. if there's any right. Right. there's
0: another page
1: all right i got. i think some more came up yeah. well oh you got to hit that thing
0: yeah. you hit that arrow yeah. thing all right there
1: you go. How's that? Is that working? Great. Oh, here's the, yes. Oh, yeah. we've got Kristen. Nice to see Kristen. She's, uh, been here the whole trip. We got, uh, Paul from the UK. Nice to see you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Yep. See everyone else. I can't see some names, but hey, Cena from Sonoma. Everyone, thank you so much. And it was a pleasure to see David today. And, uh, Noah, thank you, Noah. Yeah. Always, always liked Noah when I met him. Yeah. I'm surprised that he's still alive, so it's great.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very right. much.
2: Thank you very
0: much, everyone. Um it's good to see everyone. No. Thank you, David, too. It's very weird. Thanks, David.
2: Thanks, David. Good job.